This episode is brought to you by 21 Kicks Journals, the journals you'll actually finish. Research shows that actively doing something for 21 days in a row will change your brain. Our uniquely designed 21-day journals will grow you on a deeper level, help you increase your odds of achieving your goals, and, not to mention, they're fun and beautifully designed. Head to the 21 Kicks Etsy shop today to explore your journaling options. We'll link it in the show notes. Welcome to the Witty and Gritty Podcast, where we believe that lifelong learning and relentless determination are essential to developing your passions and reaching your goals. Here to help you along the way are the hosts of the show. Take it away, ladies. Hey, y'all. I'm Brooke. And I'm Farron. As educators and high achievers, we're passionate about providing our listeners with effective strategies to help navigate life's obstacles and reach your goals sooner. Join us as we break down credible research that gives you a fresh perspective and challenges your limiting beliefs. Laugh and grow as we share personal anecdotes and interviews from people that have demonstrated what it takes to be successful. By implementing these practices, you will develop your unique skill set and learn how to better serve your community. Get your mind right. And enjoy this time designed just for you. Farron, they came back for more. Man, we've had a couple of rough episodes, <laughs> but um, knew our people were troopers. Well, and it's it's also one of those things, it's like when you're reading the Enneagram book, and you're like, oh, that chapter didn't really hurt me, but then you go to the next chapter, and you're like, oh, my soul. <laughs> I feel like that's this book, too. You're like, okay, I don't necessarily struggle with dwelling on the past or power control, but this one, I feel attacked. <laughs> yeah, I just think, too, like, if they can stick with it. Yes. And we're not adding to their plate necessarily. Right. The idea is take these away. Right. Man, if you didn't add anything and you just didn't do these things. Yeah. Man, you're going to be on a roll. So this is episode 120 and it's our mini series called 13 Things Mentally Strong People Don't Do and this is featuring chapter 9. And so what mentally strong people don't do is they don't Resent other people's success. Resentment is like drinking poison and then hoping it will kill your enemies. Nelson Mandela. I have heard that, especially in the realm of forgiveness. Yes. So staying angry and not forgiving someone else is like the poison that kills you and does nothing to them. Yes, man. Taking that mental real estate. Oish. Okay, so you might be green with envy if... You feel envious of people who can afford nicer possessions than you can. Yeah. And that can be like adult things like having a side-by-side or a boat or vacations places. Or it could be intangible like, oh, a marriage or kids. Like that relationship you have or you long to have or the promotion. It could be any of those things. So anytime you're like, ugh, they yeah. have that thing. More untangible, intangible things could be like happiness or confidence or, you know, life of the party Mm -hmm. or all the things. It could also might resonate with you if you hear, it might also resonate with you if this rings any bells. It sometimes feels like no matter how hard you try, everyone else seems to be more successful. Welcome to entrepreneurship. (laughs) Yeah, I think it just goes back to don't compare where you are in the race with someone else. Like your blinders on. Someone else is at the finish line. I don't mean their career is over, but they're further in the race and you're at the starting line. You can't compare who's the better runner in this analogy. For sure. 
So hang in there. Another one. You think you deserve more recognition for your accomplishments than you actually receive. Or that could be results. Like I'm putting in all this work and then we're not getting any more sales or getting any more whatevers. We're not getting the results we want. So that could be just results or success driven. You feel embarrassed by your lack of success. Mm. I would ask you your measures. Yeah. And where that is coming. Where is that awesome encouragement coming from? (laughs) (laughs) So keep that in mind. Again, a little positivity to send us on in the chapter. Take steps to focus on your own path to success without resenting anyone else's. I feel like if somebody was spending time... Okay. We do say that success leaves trails or right. leaves a roadmap. And so there is a benefit to seeing how other people are doing it, not copying your own ideas, but what habits, what things could you add to your um, you know, aspirations, your goals. Um, but how much time are you spending looking at how far everyone else is while they're, you're watching them grind? Get over there and grind yourself. Yeah, we're like, hey, I'm stuck. Can I pick your brain for a little bit? Wouldn't you rather them be an ally than you make yourself their enemy? That's silliness. The whole tide rises when we all get better. Yep. Okay, so here are some reasons why we resent other people's success. Um, she talks about insecurity. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that one's a hard one to say. And things. Yes. So what, where are these thoughts and feelings? Are they rooted in insecurity? And be honest with yourself. Yes. Or get that wise counsel to say, hey, is it because of this? Mm -hmm. And be honest. Yes. Um, That's really a lot of it. Um, Again, the voice in your head just saying, well, you're not pretty enough. You don't have enough money. You don't have enough time. Enough, enough, enough. So that's what I, the word enough, I associate with being insecure. Mm -hmm. Um, So just a good checkpoint here at the beginning. And there's also some problems that come with resenting other people's success. And she lists off a few of them. Like you'll stop focusing on your own path to success. Like you were saying, Farron, if I'm looking at what everybody else is doing, and that's what I'm doing, I'm not doing the thing that's going to push me forward. Because I'm sitting there looking at everybody else. Yeah, and you might overlook your skills and your talents Yeah, if your focus is on everybody else's. What makes you unique and what makes you stand out? You know, God created you. So um, don't judge or be resentful of what he's given others. Focus on what he's given you and let's capitalize on that. Yeah, if you're confused about what your passions and giftings are, we got a free thing for you and we'll link it in the show notes. We're just that kind and generous. Okay, there are ways to curb... Ooh, this is another hard one. Mm-hmm. Curb your jealousy. No! Oh, insecurity, jealousy, all things. What? Guys, hang in there. It gets better. <laughs> okay, so it talks about changing your circumstances, which can be a challenge, don't you think? Yeah. And sometimes you can't change your physical circumstance, but you can definitely change your mental circumstance. Like, let's say you're in a job that you absolutely hate, but you have to have that job and there's no other job available. Bottom line, you're stuck in that job. But you can certainly change your mindset around that job. Obviously, that's not easy, and that's a die-to-self-daily thing, and that's just a, sometimes that can even be like a minute-by-minute thing. 
Yep, so exactly what you're saying, Brooke. You can examine what you can do differently in your life to bring your behavior in line with your values and your goals. And that is not my knowledge, that is hers. Thanks, Amy. But that is a line that really stuck out to me because, yeah, it's it wouldn't be nice if you could just click your heels together and change <laughs> yeah. your circumstances. I <laughs> think even people in good circumstances are constantly aiming higher to be better than they were yesterday, but some people might find themselves in tough situations yeah. that they can't control. So True, true. Do what you can with what you got. Yep, and sometimes that looks like changing your attitude. So she does give a list of things that you can do, one of them being avoid comparing yourself to other people. Like we said, it's apples and oranges, so that's not going to work. Farron, you have a totally different skill set than I have. It would be folly if I tried to do everything you did. So instead, we work as a team. You do your part, I do my part together. Yay! Um, this is a good one. Stop trying to determine what's fair. Oh, gosh. Okay, my kids, they don't know this directly, I don't think. But maybe they've just <laughs> humored me and pretended like they don't know. But I have tried to brainwash them out of saying, that's not fair. Uh-huh. And instead replaced it with like words to identify the emotion they're feeling. Like what? So, for example, got a phone call. They're at Gigi and Papa's. Gigi camp for a few days and um, they were having pool races like swimming across the pool well Tori was winning not by a lot but winning and she's much taller and longer than everybody else so I just picture her like reaching at the end space mm, jam yeah, yeah. style yes and like winning <laughs> throwback and so you know the younger kids were like that's not fair and so my parents were like no 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 did you guys start at the same time? Did everyone follow the rules? Okay, so it was played fair. Are you frustrated because you're not losing? Okay, what might be one reason that you're losing? Yeah. Tori's taller. She swam longer. Not saying you can't maybe beat her, but... So again, not using the words. Yeah. That's not fair. Or losing in card games and board games. We've replaced it with like, well, I wish I would have won. Yeah. Or I don't like losing. Yeah. So just replacing that phase, that phrase because if you don't get at what the root of it is, then you can't address it. And also you don't want what's fair or what we deserve as humans. So you don't want that. No. Thanks, Jesus, for your grace. <laughs> and when you're on the other side of it and you've put in the hard work and then maybe someone else hasn't and they're over there sitting it saying it's not fair, you're like, of course it wasn't fair. I did all the work. And group projects. No. The memories. (laughs) Speaking of which, let's focus on cooperation rather than competition. Yes. She says, including people in your life who possess a variety of skills and talents can actually work to your advantage. Sounds a little bit manipulative, but if you recognize that all these other people have these talents, instead of saying, woe is me... Why not get them on your team? Yep, she tells the story of Hershey's and Reese's at this point. Two loves of mine. So, Hershey, he worked forever to get the company going. He figured out how to make milk chocolate and mass produce it. Good for him. Reese's comes along and designs peanut butter cups. And they live in the same town. And so, instead of Hershey's being like, ooh, I hate you. And Reese's being like, ma, I'm better than you. 
Reese's actually outsourced their milk chocolate to Hershey's, and Hershey's was the provider of the milk chocolate, and so that way Reese's could make his candy. Hershey's still made his candy and made a profit if the other guy did well. And then when um, they both died, their companies merged, and now Reese's is Hershey's number one bestseller. Golly, he made me want chocolate. You're welcome. <laughs> so it says, your Amy also says, when you're able to be happy about other people's accomplishments, you'll attract, rather than repel, successful people. Yes, man, what if <laughs> Farron calls me and is like, oh, yay, I just did this, this, this. And I'm like, ugh, I guess that's okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Number one, terrible friend. Number two, why would Farron want to ever be around someone like that? <laughs> so, instead, I'm going to be super excited for her. Number one, because I love her, and her success makes me happy, too. So, why would I not want that for my friend? So, yes, cheer you on. You are great in that room, for sure. Huzzah! If you don't have a brook in your life, you need to find one. <laughs> Tune in to all these episodes <laughs> for a little bit more. <laughs> All right, so then create your own definition of success. And again, I like to set the bar high, recovering perfectionist. This does not mean set the bar super low and have low standards. Right. Instead, if you constantly aren't feeling successful, then maybe you're not setting yourself up for success. Yeah. So find that sweet spot. Find um, the bar where like you are challenging yourself and you hit it occasionally. Yeah. That's if you're if I you're think. yeah if you're constantly crushing your goals like okay well how how challenging are your goals what are we doing mm-hmm. like my goal is if I made my goal drink enough water that's a thing that comes easy to me personally so that wouldn't be a good goal for me I would need to find a better goal like yeah. don't drink so many Dr Peppers that would be the good one <laughs> yeah if you set your bar too low and you're hitting you're like I hit my goal every time but I'm not making real progress. Maybe it's too low. If you set your goal really high and you're like, I'm not making any progress. I'm frustrated all the time. Burnout. Yeah, burnout. That's a tough one to come back from. So watch yourself. There are ways to find peace in this situation. So instead of resentment, let's find peace. Because people are going to be ahead of you. And if you are competitive, like, I don't know, me, then yes, (laughs) there is... you know, frustration and wanting to be there and catch up and close the gap. So here's ways to find peace. What are some of your biggest accomplishments? And how would I know that I'd accomplish those things? So again, looking at your measures, we talk about it a lot, looking in your past, especially how has God showed up? So if you're losing faith, like, am I doing the right thing? Am I doing what God's told me to do? I don't feel like the, there's a lot of provision here. You know, look back in your life on things that you've accomplished, how you accomplished them. I'm guessing they took time and hard work and God showed up on his his schedule. I also like the last one. What were the best ways I spent my time, money, and talents? So am I wasting those things? Am I spending them wisely? Am I actually utilizing my skill sets I've been given? Am I doing those things? If not, then I'm not going to be as successful as I could be if I'm using all those things wisely. And Amy also recommends writing down what success means to you. Yeah. Um, is it likes on social media? Is, Fleeting. Is it money in your bank account? Fleeting. Um, is it your faith, family, health? Uh, you know, 
I don't say those to be all like I got my life together, but it is kind of a reality check when you're looking at someone else's success and you're like, they have a really nice car. Well, is that how you're Are they also it? really in debt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got a million. Like, are you, is success to you a car so much that you're going to go in debt to get the car? Like, what's, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. And maybe, like, you're getting in a lot of family time during the season. Yeah. Um, being an educator, summers, that's when you see your family. <laughs> yeah. Soak it up. Yeah. So there's just definitely a lens to look through um, seasons that you go through. But take a look at that. What's your definition of success? Yeah, for sure. And then she also talks about how um, if you are choosing to be mentally strong by not resenting other people's success... That's going to benefit you in lots of ways. She tells, I don't know if y'all have seen the movie Miracle, but I really like that movie. She talks about that whole story in here, and then she goes through the what's helpful and what's not helpful. This was a good chapter. I liked it. Yes. Super inspiring. Before we get in there, though, I did have one more quote that you did not know that I had. Oh, yes. So I'm going to read one more excerpt. It says, when you stop resenting people for their success... You'll be free to work toward your own goals. You'll have the desire to live according to your own values, and you won't feel offended or cheated by people living according to theirs. And I do feel like when I start resenting other people or comparing their success to mine, it kills my desire. Yes. Like, it gives me the why try, why bother. Mm -hmm. She's already doing it, or she's doing it so much better than me, or she's already had all the success. And I like to remind myself of how many fast food burger places there are. Yes, <laughs> and they're all doing great. And then after that, there are lots of sit-down places that also sell burgers. And right. the list goes on. You could do it with pizza places. You could do it with many, many uh, businesses. So there is not that scarcity mindset. Right, and then what's the devil's goal? If I'm going down, I'm taking all y'all with me. So if I can throw you off your game looking at someone else, that means you're not feeling God's plan. Ha ha ha. So when you start feeling that way, that can also be a sign of, okay, I'm letting this get to me too much. Am I staying aligned with God? Great, then that's what I need to do. It's just going to look different than other people maybe. And again, what can you do to avoid your eyes from drifting that way? (laughs) Yeah. So um, unfollowing them for a little bit or I just feel like social media speaks to me on this because it's easy to keep up with who's doing what Mm -hmm. and they're posting the highlight reels. But if I didn't have access to social media, I wouldn't know what they're doing or how successful they are. So for me specifically, if I find myself in that, I need to put my phone down, unfollow them. Um, you can still like follow someone but not see their content so much. Right, There's right. so many things. So what's helpful and what's not helpful, one that stuck out to me was replacing negative thoughts that breed resentment with more rational thoughts. As a one, I struggle with resentment and I have to constantly keep it in check and we have a couple of mini-series for you. So the Switch on Your Brain mini-series and the Get Out of Your Head mini-series, both of those are going to help you work on your thought life. Yes. So again, I'm just being real with y'all. In my new endeavor with creating reading resources, there are lots of teachers that make reading resources and they have a lot more followers and get a lot more likes. But you know what? They've been on social and on those platforms like eight to 10 years. Right. And I started about a month ago. So 
that's one way that I replace some negative thoughts with more rational thoughts. So hopefully, we'll see in 8 to 10 years. There you go, 8 to 10 years. (laughs) You know what's not helpful? Tell me. Treating everyone like they're your direct competition. That's exhausting. It is absolutely exhausting. Again, in this reading realm, there are some people that are killing it in pre-K. They're killing it in the high school. And you go, girl, because mm-hmm. right now that's that's not my focus. And there are pre-K teachers that need the pre-K support. There are high school teachers yes. that need the high school support. And guess what? If God's calling them to do this thing and you are spewing hate towards it, that's no good. Yeah. That is not good. Check yourself. <laughs> Wow, okay, so another gut check. That was fun. This is episode 120 of the 13 Things Mentally Strong People Don't Do, featuring chapter 9, which is they don't resent other people's successes. So who can you go call and cheer on today? That would be our call to action for you today. Text someone, call someone, comment on whatever, and cheer someone on. Yes, I love that. Great advice. See you soon. Bye. We help hardworking Christian women get the growth they want by giving them the tools they need in order to have more joyful lives. We love providing our Christian-based personal growth podcast to our listeners at no cost. If you are enjoying the content, please consider supporting our mission by donating to our Patreon. We're a small team creating the show for our community by researching, recording, and producing the episodes ourselves. Any amount is greatly appreciated. Your support will help offset the cost of making and hosting the show. As a thank you, you can receive exclusive access. For more details on specific membership tiers, visit our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com forward slash witty and gritty. We've included the link in the show notes.